Welcome to the Try Self Love Podcast. I'm Becky Barber. I'm a master life and relationship coach. I'm Kristen Dicker. I'm a master emotional health coach. Do you have a hard time being kind to yourself? We get it. That's why we're here, to help you learn to love yourself and others better. Each week, we'll dive deeper into the steps it takes to develop self-love. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 27, Creating a Life-Giving Morning Routine. Today, Kristen and I want to talk to you guys about the importance of having a morning routine. And I don't know about you, but mine is not life-giving. Kristen, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing really well, thank you. How, I, I had a life-giving morning today. I, I did exercise this morning, and uh, yeah, it actually does really give you life. So that's I'm going to put, put that right in there. So I'm good. <laughs> I think exercise in the morning is on the top of like every article out there. Every person who ever creates like any kind of morning routine will probably tell you to do that. So way to go. Thank you. Yeah, it felt really good. I was like, why don't I do this every morning? I might now. Did you have to adjust your schedule to do it? I did. I, I did. I uh, inconvenienced my podcast partner by moving the time back so I could stand <laughs> my bike a little longer. <laughs> but um, but luckily, she's very flexible today. Uh, yeah, no, normally I do. She's the best. She, oh gosh, yeah. You don't even know. She's awesome. But yeah, so, so yeah, but it, it really, because, you know, I, I often like to do things in the afternoon, but then if I wait too long, I, my day is just eaten up by so many other things. And I might do yoga in the afternoon, but then I'm like, oh, I should probably also take a walk or ride my bike or take a swim or something. And I'm like, no, it's like dinner time. So just getting it done in the morning is so much better. And yeah, yeah, it's great. But we'll talk about more about that, I think, in a few moments. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we've already dived right in, but that's fine. It's great. That's the way you do it. I feel like I struggle with a morning routine all the time because it's always changing, right? If we have a break, like spring break was great because my family sleeps in. And so I can get all this time alone. I can exercise and I read scriptures. I pray like I can get all that. And I feel like I've filled my cup and I'm like ready to go and face people. And that is not the norm. School days, my boys are up before six and I'm not sleeping great right now. So I used to get up and try and get some time in before everyone else got up. But I I'm no longer motivated to get up at like 4.45 to do that. So it's kind of a mess. And in seven weeks, it'll be summer. So by the time this podcast episode comes out, even sooner, summer is coming, which is great. I love summer. I love when my kids are home. I love that time alone in the morning. So I am looking forward to that. But I feel like once I get my routine for summer, by the time that's moving smoothly, it'll be time to swing back into fall and school. So I struggle personally I'm hoping this episode will help people in similar situations to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great thing to remind ourselves of. It's one of those things. It's a habit that we can build in if we just take it in small chunks because yeah, it is hard to be like, okay, tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up at 4.30. I'm going to meditate. Well, if I wake up at 4.30 and meditate, I'll fall right back asleep. Uh So (laughs) um, that's uh, that's hard. But if you can devote some time to get up before the the start of the day, like you were saying, like when you have that time, it's so rewarding. I used to do it when my kids were little, they were babies. I would get up before them and I would clean the house or I would 
take journaling time or meditate or something, I really would do that in the morning because I just was centered then. When they got up, I was like, okay, time for the, th- the stuff, the breakfast, the, mm-hmm. the getting ready for school or, or playtime or playdates or whatever we were doing. And, you know, it just made me feel like a better human, let alone a better mom. And, you know, just felt like, ah, I've got control over my life. So I think a morning routine is a really, really great way to love yourself and take good care of yourself. You totally just said the two things I wanted to say. It's a great way to take control of your day and to show yourself that you matter, right? Build up some of that self-love. And it doesn't have to take a long time. I mean, rewind a couple years. Life was totally different. We lived in Texas. School started later. Hallelujah. I wish everyone did that. But like my high schooler didn't have to be there till nine. She was so rested. My poor boys getting up before six. It's just, it's stupid to do to teenagers. But- Mm. I had a different life. I was sleeping better. I got up at five. I had from five to seven to myself. And it just made a world of difference in my day. So I've got to let this go and find something that works for me because it is not working for me. Like by the time my kids get out the door. So I've spent from 545 to 745 getting three kids breakfast and their lunches and they're out the door to the school. And then I'm sit down to read or do something and I'm falling asleep because I'm tired. So I'll take like a 15-minute nap at 8 a.m. That is sad. <laughs> sad, but that's... Yeah, well, you, you might need that, but it's a good way of checking in with what you need. And if you need some more sleep and you have the time, that's wonderful, you know? I'd rather take an 8 a.m. 15-minute nap than at like 1 or 2. So it really does help. I, f- I find that I need 15 minutes either way. So it's just a matter of what, when I'm going to do it and what my day holds for me. I think I would be better if I could exercise before I was getting them out the door because then at least wake me up. I feel like I just kind of stay in this low power mode all morning, like not really all there. (laughs) I'm with my kids and I'm giving them love and everything they need. But I feel like I don't know. I'm just like not fully awake or something. So maybe I should try that. I don't know. What do you think, health coach? No, I, th- I think that that's a great idea if you can make it work, if it's sustainable. And it's just like you want to find what works for you. Really, technically, that's the, that's the secret of everything is, you know, what works for me and what makes sense. And, you know, I think if you're just like, oh, it doesn't work for me because I just I'll do it later. Right. I feel like it. Well, then you do get into that pattern of like, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. It never you know, later never comes. And so if you can step up into like, at least today, this morning, I'm going to like take a brisk walk with my dog for 45 minutes, or I'm going to take some journal time or something. At least you're on that pathway to like, okay, I can do this. And I feel really good. And then once you do things that make you feel good, well, I mean, we're all pleasure, you know, oriented. We really want to do things that feel good. So don't decide you're just going to go to the gym at 6am and like join an aerobics class. If you hate aerobics and you don't want to bounce around in a gym for 6am with people, <laughs> you won't sustain it. You know, you won't do it. It just doesn't make sense for you. So find something that makes sense and something that you love doing. And it doesn't have to be exercise, but exercise in the morning is definitely a good way to get your blood flowing and your mind awake and focused. So yeah. Yeah. I think I'm just in a funk. And I think I need to just stop being so judgmental of myself. And if I'm tired and I need a nap at eight, so what? Take that nap and then get back to it. 
we are very judgmental of ourselves. I was talking to a friend yesterday and she was saying something and I pointed that out and she's like, I didn't even see that. I am being so judgmental of myself. And I was like, we don't see it, but we really, really are. And I think I'm also kind of in a funk because I had some good friends that I used to walk with in the morning that have moved. And so I'm just like, it's finally starting to warm up and I need to make some new friends, I guess. No, that's that's a good point, though. I mean, especially if you had something that worked before and you feel like, well, I can't do it now. It's almost like, well, you still can do it. You just don't have the friends with you again. But it's not about judging yourself. It's like, what do you feel like doing? What makes sense for you? Because if it made sense for you to be like in a pod of people walking and that made you feel great. Oh, it was one on one. Just to clarify, I don't like a big group for workouts either. I'm like you. I like the walk and talk with a good friend. I love the one-on-one. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll find something like that go in the future. If you feel like doing that again, you know, maybe it'll happen. And But it just kind of like, yeah, like you'd like find something that you want to do. And if it, if it makes sense to do it alone and you can, great. And if you can't, then you'll figure that out. Or you'll figure out something else probably. If it makes, if it feels good, you know. And sometimes when we're in that funk, it's like hard to get out of that. Mm-hmm. You know, we stay in that pathway of like, Hmm. I'll just do the same thing because uh, my son went to play basketball early this morning and I went to pick him up and all these people were walking out of the gym and I was like, ah, oh, they just, they're done. You know, they just did it. And I went home and I was like, I'm going to get on my spin bike. Why not? Because I just needed to do something. It's, it is almost like you just have to just, just tell yourself, I'm going to just do this. Good for you. If you think about it too long or ruminate over it you just may not do it ever so just kind of like decide (laughs) decisions are really important it's like okay I'm just gonna do this for like a week and if it if I hate it and I I don't want to do it after that I'll change my mind it doesn't have to be a week it could be three days but just like more than one day like just for the next three days I'm gonna do this you know or the next five days it's a really short trial period so that your mind can like grasp that there's going to be a slight change, but it may not be forever. Because you could tell yourself, well, if I don't want to do this after five days, I won't do it anymore. Or, well, if I if I get start, started and five minutes into it, I just don't feel into it, I'll stop. And that's like, like a little way to like bypass that part of your brain that likes to sabotage. It's like, just give it little chunks, you know, like little tiny, like, I promise if this doesn't work out in a few minutes or a couple of days, we'll go back to just laying around. And then it's kind of like, okay, <laughs> no, no, whatever. Let's go back to doing the thing we did when we weren't doing this. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, then your mind's kind of like, it's like reverse psychology. Then your mind's like, oh, okay, that's fine. We'll do it. And you're like, oh, what a good idea. Let's go do that. I mean, I don't lay around. So <laughs> honestly, I'll probably just wait till summer and go back to what I love starting my day out alone. But I would like to find something that worked and working out at night doesn't work for me. And anyway, enough about that. We are here to talk about morning routines, the life-giving purpose of having a good morning routine. And I think, you know, priority number one is getting your priorities straight and actually making you a priority. So as you were just telling us, you saw these people that they were done with their workout, like, you know go you guys. So you decided to do it yourself. And how did that feel? It felt like my old self was back. Like the person who liked to do 
think good things for herself was back actually. Cause it's been a while that I've kind of just like mm. put myself last on my exercise list, honestly. And I thought this is me being solidly like good for my, good to myself for the good of other people. Like me being, you know, me sweating and like getting my heart rate up for an hour is going to help other people just because I'm not in a bad mood and I'm not going to be like taking out my Tyrannosaurus Rex on them. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I'm kind of chill. So yeah, it's good. Way to go. I do think yeah. there's a message in here about being flexible too. Because I now that we're just kind of talking about our morning routines, like yesterday I got on the treadmill at one in the afternoon because my daughter had an appointment at 10 and then I got home and I was hungry and then I don't want to work out after I just eat and blah, blah, blah. But even though I had showered and put makeup on, I was like, I don't care. Get on the treadmill. <laughs> and then today, like my husband had a dentist appointment, so he was home and he's, we finally are almost at the end of this car buying saga. He ordered a car on Carvana today, but that needed like a lot of involvement. And I'm like, I have so much to do, but just being flexible and keeping your priorities straight, right? Like, what are my priorities? My family, God, me. So if we can find out your main priorities and make that part of your morning routine, I think that will lead to at least happiness in small moments and then an overall peace of like, I'm getting everything done, but the most important things are definitely getting done. Yeah, that reminds me of one time I was talking to my doctor a few years ago and she was trying to make me like, like not feel bad, but like she was trying to reverse psychology me. She's like, well, technically what you might want to do is make the exercise the focus mm-hmm. of your day. Now, not everybody can do that, but I, I could. Just because my kids were at school and I was you know, not working, I was working from home. She's like, but it, but since you don't want to do that, why don't we just, and I was like, well, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, I get you now. Like, I get it, uh-huh. All right. I hear you. I see what you're doing, but it's working. It's working. Cause he's like, if I, I used to do that. I realized when I was in college and just when I was a younger adult, I would, even though I had to work and I had to do school and stuff, I knew this one hour of the day was my time to exercise Mm. every day. It didn't matter. I dropped everything else and I did that. And it was so meaningful for me because I just, it helped me with the rest of my day, it helped me with my relationships. It helped me with my relationship with myself, especially. And it was just, it helped my body, obviously. So yeah, it's this, I actually think that was really a good thing. I mean, at the time it didn't necessarily work, <laughs> but I was thinking it, it crosses my mind quite a bit, but no, it is for me that that is one of those things that's like, whatever it is, it could be exercise. It could be sewing. It could be meditating, whatever your thing is that makes you feel good, make it your thing that you kind of create your entire day around that can help. That's a strategy I found to be really helpful. I love that. And, and like you said, it does set the tone for your day. So that's what we're trying to do is set the tone and we want it to be a good tone. Most people, we go to bed late, we wake up tired. Maybe you hit the snooze a few times and you're running behind, you're stressed. Once you wake up, you know, the whole entire world is waiting for you. Like that is not the tone we're talking about. So if you can get better sleep, these websites make it sound like just set your alarm clock for eight hours earlier and then boom, go to sleep early and you sleep. That doesn't work for everyone. But if you know you're not going to sleep either way, let's still set ourselves up for success. Try and figure out how can I move through my day, especially the morning, 
with a little less of that pressure, a little less of that tension and beating yourself up, feeling like you're inadequate, just you're always behind. That is not the tone we want to set. But how many of us are doing that, though? Most of us, I would say. Most of us are. I know very few people that wake up, casually get out of bed, drink their water, meditate. The sunshine and rainbows are streaming through the window. You know, like this just, we cannot make that an everyday thing, I don't think. But the intention can be there to just give yourself a break. Just prep your day in a way that'll make it enjoyable, if possible. Maybe you have a job that you hate. That's okay. What can you do before and after? What can you do on the way to the job? Can you like have a really fun podcast that puts you in a good mood? Music that pumps you up. Just different things to make your day enjoyable. I think that's really the most important thing because we're just building our lives here. Day after day is building your life. So you're developing these habits. You're figuring out who you are maybe, or maybe you're just doing what you've always done and you're sick of that. I don't know. Like, let's get curious and figure out what can we add and what do we need to take away and how can we just set that tone and that intention for just like our previous podcast episode on just vibrating a little higher, a little more often. I think this morning routine is a big part of that. Yeah. I like what you said about prepping your day. It's kind of like meal prep. Mm. You just prep your whole life down to the very last second. (laughs) You just chop up some vegetables plan when you're going to meditate, you know, like you can, your schedule, you can use your schedule to your advantage to make it life-giving rather than life-sucking because it's like, okay, I have a lot of things to do, but every single thing on this list pretty much besides my dead-end job is awesome. So maybe eventually I'll feel so good booing myself, booing my job with these great things on either end and and, uh, bookending my, my job on those that eventually I'll find something else I really like doing. And and maybe that'll happen, you know, because how we do one thing is how we do everything. And so if you're giving yourself these other activities and passions and energy and saying yes to what you really love and that gives you energy and makes you feel good, it's inevitable that you're going to want to do that in every part of your life. So if this job that you go to is, for example, is horrible, well, in the morning, you got this meditation, you got journal, you exercise or, or whatever you do. And then listen to a great podcast and go to work. I like that idea. And then you're at work and you're like, oh, I hate my life. I hate my job. Go home. You have your meal prep of all your healthy foods. You know, you might take a walk in the neighborhood or you, you know, spend some time with friends or family, watch some TV you like, or read a great book. I mean, these are all things, you know, activities that you do that you're like, well, great. Then I feel so good from like five to eight. And then from like five to eight or 10, (laughs) But between eight and five, I feel horrible. But hey, I'll work on that, you know? (laughs) So I like it. I think it's great. I think it it actually is a good way to help you get to that next level of development where you're like, eh, I can't do this job anymore. I love what you said. I think it's so important. I think there are a few key elements that we need to make sure in our morning routine. And I love how you mentioned like that healthy food that really will set you up for a day full of energy. If you can fit in a workout before work, great. If not, that's okay. Take the stairs. People say this all the time. Park in the back of the parking lot. Get a few extra steps that way. Or every hour, walk around for a few minutes. Just you can fit this in. You can do a standing desk. We've talked about this. Try and work in some activity. Move around. It just really does get those creative juices flowing. And I think it's important. I think it's always important. We are meant to move. 
I do think it's important to find some type of self-care, even if it's just set your timer for two minutes and meditate. That is huge. If you love coffee and you can't wait, get that set up so it's ready for you when you wake up. Just whatever it takes to get you thinking positively about at least one part of your day. And if you have time to do some rituals that are life-giving, that's great as well. Kristen mentioned writing in a journal. I say a gratitude practice that really helps, like you're talking about, instead of just only focusing on the time at work, is life sucking? I like how you said that. Think about the other things that are life-giving, those parts of your life that you get to choose and that you get to have, and we're blessed if we see it that way. It really does make a difference. Yeah. Um, I wanted to just add a couple of things in there in terms of like a morning ritual. So kind of tacking on to what you've said already with the journaling, there's this author named Julia Cameron and she writes a book called The Artist's Way. And it's a really great book on how to like find your purpose in your life. And she gives very wonderful advice and tips based on kind of every like energy center or chakra in your body and different activities that you can do to kind of open them up and like heal the, the emotional blockages within those energy centers. One of the things she does for one of the, like maybe the root chakra, the, the first chakra is, it's a grounding routine and grounding is what you do when you want to like get your root chakra to be healthy. You want to ground into this world, basically. One of the activities is it's called the morning pages and you get up and you write three pages as extreme of consciousness. You don't plan it. You just kind of start writing whatever's on your mind. And it may start with like, I have no idea what to write. I can't even get through three pages. It probably will be like that. But if you keep doing it, eventually like you start to like process emotions. You start to come up with great creative ideas about how you want to go to tap dancing class. As an example I'm using, cause I, I got an idea to do that the other day. And I thought, Oh, I want to try that. Uh, and it might give you ideas on different jobs you want or different activities you like to do. It just, you get to know yourself and connect to yourself really, really well in the first part of the day. And then like, if you want to like read some scriptures or you want to meditate or anything like that, that's a good time to do that as well either before or after that. As well as like I do this manifestation prayer, which I think I think I've talked about before. It's it's at night usually, but you can do it in the morning where you just kind of are very grateful. It's the gratitude idea. Very grateful for everything wonderful this day is going to bring and you know your health and your safety and your children being healthy or whatever you are thankful for in advance of having it kind of kind of thing. And just assuming that you have it already and that you're already being blessed with it. And that can set the tone of your day. It's also good to do that at night when your subconscious can bathe in that. So if you want to wake up and do things like that, that's just quick. Those are quick things. Three pages isn't that quick, but if you have like 10 or 15 minutes, right? Those are some good ideas, I think. And if you guys, you know, please read The Artist's Way. We'll put it in the notes, but it's a great book. I really like it a lot. Thank you, Kristen. Well, in closing, we just... I feel like we offer some advice regularly because it really is the best way to show yourself some love and that's taking care of yourself and your needs because you are definitely out there taking care of everyone else's needs too. So you get to matter as well. I think that's a huge, huge part of my value system is especially for women, you get to matter too in your life. So we hope you guys have a great week and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. If you like what you've been hearing, please join our Facebook group. It's totally free. It's called Try Self Love. And Kristen and I are on there to answer questions and get ideas from you guys on topics you want to hear about. 
We also have an email address if you want to contact us that way. TrySelfLovePodcast at gmail.com. And if I could ask you a favor, it would really help us if you would leave us a review. This helps other people find our podcast and we know the world needs help loving itself better. Thanks again.